BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Then we're on the road with the Rough Riders. Joe Womack was our strength coach, and he was rooming with Ron Este. I'm coming down the elevator with Joe Womack, and he is mad. He is so mad. And I'm like, what's wrong, Joe? And he goes, you wouldn't believe what Este did. He's in his underwear, and he emptied the mini bar. Smarties and the Kit Kats, thinking it's free, thinking it was a gift basket. And Joe looks at me, it ain't fun. This is the Rod Peterson Show. What is funny, by the way, in retrospect, that was a couple of Louisiana guys right there in that story. Joe Womack. Joe Womack and Ron Este, Hall of Famers. Yeah, how about that? Stories, stories, stories. Everybody loves the story. Yes, sir. I'm so proud of ourselves as we bring in the moose from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle and the sweatpants capital and also the heartbeat of the Canadian Football League, the heartland. Um, how you doing, Moose? What's going on, man? I'm, I'm doing great. What's got you proud? That we, in hour one of the show, for those that might have just tuned in the podcast or might be listening to the replay on WQEE or maybe on Game Plus Television, just turn their TV on. In hour one, we covered the NFL Week 3 and the infamous butt punt and the exciting games that went down. NHL preseason wrap previewed tonight's games in the NHL. CFL Week 16 probably had the balance of our talk was on the Canadian Football League. We talked Blue Jays, Aaron Judge, Canada West football, and junior hockey. <sighs> we can all go. Uh, <laughs> we can all go home for the day. No, listen. You may you may start to see me swoon a little bit because I had. Probably the toughest workout of my life this morning. The toughest workout at Orange Theory Fitness. So I'm a little, I'm a little woozy. I'm seeing stars. Reminds me of my chiropractor, Dr. Cohen. <laughs> Anybody I know? Um, I'll get to the comments. I want to hear from everybody. 902-518-3033. 902-518-3033. Wherever you're watching or listening from, all over North America on Game Plus TV or WQE Radio, what you'd like us to talk about. Some things came up. Morning, Kevin, the medium. Good to hear from you. I'll get to the, let's hear from some new viewers. I love our regular viewers, our P1s. But what really people gravitated on was Tua Tagovailoa. Well, still can't. Nobody can say it. Tua Tagovailoa, the quarterback for the Dolphins, suffering from a clear head injury in the game and being coming out uh, briefly and then coming back in. 
And after the game, the Dolphins say, no, 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 it was a back injury. This morning on ESPN, which I don't think you're watching currently, but it was Rex Ryan. You love Rex Ryan. I've seen your tweets. Rex Ryan goes, they're lying. The Dolphins are lying. It's not his back. It's his head. And I wonder where you sit as a football first guy. I'm sorry, dude. I saw Montreal Alouette's quarterback, Trevor Harris, come out in a winning drive because of a headshot that wasn't even a headshot. Vernon Adams came in, and they couldn't win the game. That call from the spotter's booth, pulling your quarterback, lost them a game. Exact opposite happened Sunday in Miami here. Tua came out, went back in, and they won the game. I'm with the Dolphins, dude. You? It depends on the situation, Rod, for me, because, you know, you look at why the spotters are calling in from upstairs is because there's not enough trust in the coaches and the people on the field to make the right decision for their athletes. It's the old mentality of, you know, can you walk? Can you see? Can you throw the football? Get in there. I don't care if your head's hurting. Get in there. Play the game. Right? Um, the more we get to a better place, I think we'll remove that a little bit. I think if they, you have to make good decisions. You need to get good info from your player. And you got to make smart decisions, you know, to balance winning the football game, but also the long-term healthier player. So it is, it's a gray area. I think if, you know, you trust your guy that he's okay and he's not hurt and you trust your doctors, then I think he should be able to go back in and play. But we have to be smart about making those decisions. It worked in that situation. And obviously overprotective when a spotter is calling down and it's not a headshot, that's unfortunate too, because he should have been able, Trevor Harris should have been able to go back into that game. So you're on the Dolphins side or the NFL's side? I'm on the Dolphins side right now because I don't think, you know, based on everything we've seen, that Tua's injury is bad. Like, I don't think it's a, it was a threat to put him back into the game. If they put him in and he I'm was on, actually hurt, I'd be on the NFL side, but I'm not today. Right. Thank you. I'm on the Dolphins side, too, and it's not just because I live here. Um, Ted and Red Deer says, Rod, CTE is why Tua shouldn't have played. Guys, guys, it's okay to have your opinion. And I'm, it's okay for me to have mine. So I think Tua should have been allowed to go back in by virtue of that's what his team wanted. It's just what I say. Don't get pissed off, okay? Um, Jeff Gordon writes in. He's watching on YouTube. Some of the new viewers, as I asked, thank you. He says, anyone know who's playing at halftime? Uh, yeah, Rihanna. How about that? How about that? Hot damn. I think. I think he's referring to Grey Cup, but it was just announced on Sunday that it's Rihanna, right, for Super Bowl in Arizona, which yeah. will be there. Will be there, Moose. Um, can anybody find a bed for our COO, Lee Genier, by the way, for Grey Cup week? I was talking to him today. It'd be far easier to get a hotel in Arizona for the Super Bowl than I think the Queen City for Grey Cup. Uh, what about Chateau DuPont? DuPont. Is it DuPont or DuPont? Chateau DuPont. Depends on how much the admission is. We'll change how we pronounce the name DuPont. Um, but I think that <laughs> I right. think depends on who I'm marketing it to. Right. But I think we're going to turn this into an army barracks and probably have about 15 different cots set up. We'll all line across. I'll make a big pot of mashed potatoes every day. Bob's your uncle. That'd be fantastic. From the raging dolphins Bob's maniac watching on YouTube, raging dolphins maniac. He's back. He said the NFL has independent concussions evaluators along with team doctors, and they have overruled the team doctors. 
Tua did not show any signs of mental problems later in the game. I don't think it's as easy as Tua, how many fingers? Okay, get in there. I don't think it's as easy as it looks now. I understand that it's there will be an investigation and so forth. And um, as I've learned, the Dolphins are on the radar of the NFL. And not that that's huge news because of the racial lawsuit brought against them by Brian Flores. Their owner is currently suspended. It's not huge, but there's more. And I learned on the weekend what other teams better watch their step to. Um, Jeff Gordon says, LOL, I should have clarified. Grey Cup halftime. I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy and say we're not the public relations arm of the Canadian Football League, so we'll find out when you find out. How about that? How about that? Last year's, yes. year's Grey Cup was in Hamilton. Do you remember who the halftime act is? I think I know. I think I know. Yeah, I, I really like this group. Uh, the Arkells did halftime, and they brought out some I help. thought it was the Trues. Okay, no. sorry. They brought out some help? I thought the Lumineers, was it the Lumineers that came out with them for a little bit, a song, or somebody else? Anyways, I really like it. That's kind of my jam, and, and so I thought it was really good. Well, dang, I thought it was the Trues. Uh, but I'm not a rock fan. If it was a country artist, I could have told you right now. Yeah. Nelson. Although, with our, Apple Music taking yeah. over the NFL halftime show, there was a lot of talk that it was going to be um, Taylor Swift doing the NFL halftime. And then on the weekend, they flipped it and announced Rihanna. So that'll be good. Well, and, and a host of others. I mean, I got to tell you, we went to the Super Bowl last year in Los Angeles. You were there. I've never seen anything like it. Never. I mean, you got to have some money, which, by the way, with the rich guys I was hanging around with this weekend, as I told you, it was an expensive weekend, okay? They wanted to see if I could hang with a big dog, which I did, but I couldn't do it every weekend. And I couldn't go to Super Bowl every weekend or every year because who all was playing, man? Snoop Dogg? Um... Well, he played his own concert. Blake Shelton, he played halftime as well. From, like, Wednesday to Sunday, there was concerts every night. Like, it was pretty mind-blowing. Oh, yeah. And that was, COVID was still a thing. Imagine if there was no COVID, what a gong show that would be, which is what Arizona will be this year. Unbelievable. I mean, it was, it was the mecca when you can get Eminem and Mary J. Blige and 50 Cent and Dr. Dre and Snoop right. Dogg, all of them on the stage. It's wild. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan. Sorry, no, Jeff in Winnipeg. Jeff Cabello says, did you hang with Snoop Dogg? Not this time. He wanted to smoke wheat. And uh, homie, don't play that game. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, regarding hotels in Regina, he says, Rod, uh, once you recommended the Empire Hotel to me, it was lovely. I'm sure. I got a great cold beer store downstairs. As a recovering alcoholic, trust me, I know where all the best ones were. Colin in Ottawa says, we all know the Sheepdogs are the Grey Cup halftime show. That wouldn't be so bad. And here we are getting into this. 
daytime sports and entertainment talk. And I'm okay with it. I think you're okay with it. This is what the viewers want. Jeff Gordon says, who does Rod want to see in the halftime show? Country, rock, or pop? Clearly a new viewer. He doesn't understand. I like two kinds of music. Country and Western. That's not actually true. I like I no. like hip-hop music. In the 90s, we called it dance. Now they call it hip-hop. So I feel it needs to be Canadian, and I don't care. I would rather see Gordon Lightfoot performing at halftime than Rihanna if it was Grey Cup. Or as long as it's Canadian, I don't care. But I don't feel you're as married to that. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not as married to it. But... I do think there's there is value in it. Like I'm not discounting that there is value in it. So it'll be interesting to see who they go with and, and who ends up performing at halftime. But you know, we're talking about what a couple of months away now, almost to the day. So it's it's time to figure out who it's going to be and start announcing that and and seeing if you can use that to sell the last few tickets. Yeah. Um, Corey May, I love this. We're getting some new viewers right again. Corey May says, Saskatchewan has lots of great homegrown music. Love the Sheepdogs. Dude, I got in some huge fights with CFL people. Shocking, I know. And Ryder people over this great cup concept of mine that it needs to be Canadian. Which, by the way, I just got tired of fighting and that's why I'm in South Florida. It's your league. It's your team. You go. You'd go do your thing, and I'll go do mine. Because ours is working out great. I've said it one million times. I'll say it again. Because they used to say to me, no, Rod, no, no, no local Canadian acts. We need to appear big time. And I said, why don't you conduct yourselves big time the other 364 days out of the year instead of just one? And then we'll, then we'll have something. Anyways, Alan in Saskatoon writes in. He says, I think they're having a problem getting a halftime show as you got to have money. CFL marketing department is a bit to be desired. Um, Justin Bieber played for free, did he not? In 2012, I believe that was the story. Yeah, I think you're right. And the Super Bowl halftime show is always free. It's not a paid gig. To, to play the Super yeah. Bowl halftime show because what ends up happening is the artists know, and even the biggest ones, look at Snoop and Eminem and 50 and Dr. Dre, they all know that they're worth millions of dollars, but they know that when they get put back into the mainstream culture in the spotlight, streams go up, sales go up, merch goes up. They make that all back and then some. They can now roll out a new set of tour dates, right? I don't know if the Grey Cup is that big of a draw for them. The same. And if they pay them or not, but I would assume they, they wouldn't pay the Grey Cup halftime show either. Nor should they necessarily. It's a marketing opportunity. That's how a lot of the things, how I roll. I won't do stuff for free, but if there's something in it for me that gives equal value to both, I'll do it for free if I'm getting something out of it. And that's a business deal that I'm talking about. And that's what these entertainers do. Roger Yee in Calgary says, Rod, they messed up. They should have had hometown girl Jess Moskaluk play Grey Cup halftime. Here's the thing. I mean, not hometown girl per se. She's from Langenberg, the home of Darren Dreger. But not only is she homegrown, but she's good. She, doesn't, she, she hasn't been on the scene that long. We've all seen her come up 
since high school, but the rest of the continent's getting turned on to her now and her music. So she would have cheap wine and cigarettes and country boys love country girls. That's a great, catchy, bubblegum, new uh, country song. I like the old class, classic stuff, but I've seen Jess live, I've seen her perform, met her many times. She's a great gal. <laughs> Todd Pinkney says, from Pink's, says maybe the halftime show should just be the RP show live on set. <laughs> As my mom would say, wouldn't that be a trick? Pinks wrote in here earlier, by the way, on the Dolphins, uh, the Bills offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey, losing his ever-loving mind. Here it is. He said, who did the best with the Microsoft tablets, Tom Brady or the Bills offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey? At halftime when they blew with clock management, Ken Dorsey didn't do a thing. It was like he was watching a movie. I, I remember distinctly thinking, wow, it's awesome that he's keeping his cool in this obviously volatile and stressful situation. And then at the end of the game, did you, you saw it, man. He, he made Lapo look like a kindergarten teacher. He's ripping stuff out of the wall, slamming it, broke the camera. I'm like, glad I didn't tweet that. Um, sticking to my rule of not tweeting during NFL games because things change. Anyways, what a wonderful start to hour two. We'll be right back. The Moose and I. Uh, by the way, Stefan Kalinchuk coming up from Pro Leisure Golf Tour a little later on in hour two. And the commissioner of the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League, Kyle McIntyre, live from the showcase. We're on Game Plus TV. YouTube Live, and on your home of Southern Sports and Talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. The RP Show continues. Beautiful day in South Florida. They all are. Uh, the Moose is with us. I have, uh, well, not breaking news. This is interesting, though. It came down on Sunday. What a time to do it. Oh, those Miami Marlins. They are sharp. They announced Don Mattingly will not be back as manager of the Miami Marlins. He made the announcement Sunday toward the end of his seventh season in charge of the MLB club. Mattingly's contract expires when the season ends. He's the Marlins' all-time leader in managerial wins. But they're bad. Let's bring in the Moose now. Wouldn't you think if you had news that you wanted to slip under the rug and you're a Miami team, let's do it while the Dolphins are playing in the game of the week in the NFL. Smart, hey? Yeah, you know, this is not going to great. It's going to be a footnote on the uh, the Sunday sports uh, highlights or the sports news and in the newspapers. It's not going to be uh, breaking news. Um, so, yeah, slipping that under there. Don Mattingly has been there a long time. He's had a tremendous amount of success. But uh, – it's important, yeah. too, for them to move in a different direction. But, yeah, snuck that in there. Um, yeah, smart. Very smart. There are PR tricks, by the way. I wonder sometimes yeah. if they're being passed on to the youngins. The poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, what should we talk about on Monday's RP show? On Twitter, CFL is leading with 53% of the vote. The NFL is next with 24% of the vote. 
and the NHL is third with 23% of the vote. I should have said other, if anybody wants us to talk about other, and I was remiss in that. Clark, what's the YouTube results, if you don't mind me asking? Ha! Okay, the CFL's come out on top, 44% on YouTube. They're leading there. Which, incidentally, uh, by the way, one of the guys, people, I talked about the rich guys that I was hanging out with all weekend. One of the guys, anybody who follows my social media saw that, super agent Gil Scott's one of them. He's got NFL clients, NHL clients, including Barry Trotz and Bruce Boudreau, and a lot of CFL clients. That dude could talk CFL all day and did all damn day. Uh, and by the way, Ryland Spencer's watching in Seattle. He says, WHL. Okay, we will get to that. He's watching in Seattle on YouTube, but we are carried there on TDS cable. All through the state of Oregon and the state of Washington. Todd and Red Deer says, hey, Rod, have you noticed the difference in the CFL since they moved the hash marks? I haven't, but I'm just a fan. They made them narrower, and we'll put it to our football guy, Darren. I really haven't. Statistically, they'll tell you the scoring's up. The last I saw, like 12%, and they'll probably say that's why. The field goal percentage um, is at least the same, maybe a little less. This hasn't been easier season for kickers. If you've watched the game, you know what I'm... They're missing converts, for the love of God, let alone field goals. And starting out from your 40 now after a field goal, as opposed to the 35, people don't really notice that. So do you feel like these, well, the, the hash marks or any of the rule changes have made a big difference? No, I really don't. I think, you know, starting the, the next series at the 40 is probably more significant than narrowing the field when it comes to the hash marks. But no, it just balances the offense a little bit more, um, if anything. Um, it makes it a little tougher on the defense. But no, I don't think there's been, I don't think it's been a massive change at all. From Todd Pinkney, Pinks, one of our priority one viewers, he says the Tampa Bay Lightning, Carolina, or sorry, Tampa Bay Lightning, Florida Panthers have been canceled due to the hurricane. That Hurricane Ian again or Tropical Storm Ian? I shouldn't joke about it. I joked about COVID that I ended up getting it twice. I'm not going to joke about this storm around here, but where I'm living, people aren't overly concerned. I'm on the Atlantic coast side and you're talking about a game in Tampa on the Gulf Coast side. Seems like, and that's three hours away. So not as many people concerned where we are. Um, hey, John in Edmonton, one of our big supporters there in the City of Champions, writes in, Darren, and he says, Rod, rumor has it, Cam Newton might join the Edmonton Elks or another NFL, <clears throat> pardon me, NFL team. You want to take that first, and then I'll give my thoughts. I don't have thoughts, right? I don't. I mean, until we How see him on the it? field and he's signed, it's not of interest to me. You know, Cam Newton right now is not somebody who's going to come in. I mean, he he has talent. I mean, I'm not not don't discredit Cam Newton at all, but I don't. You can't expect Cam Newton right now to come in and be a savior for anybody at this point where he is in his career. I think he can play. I think he's serviceable. I think he's got some. A lot of upside, but this wouldn't be this wouldn't be massive breaking news. No, um, couple things. What the heck? It's September. We're uh, 
in the home stretch of the Canadian Football League season and the NHL season hasn't started yet. So I will talk to CFL and the viewers are, are telling us that's what they want. So I'm okay with it. My phone was going off yesterday <laughs> at Dolphin Stadium from a coach who was asked, and he's in the States, by the way. He's formerly in the CFL, not anymore. And he was asking what the situation was with Bo Levi Mitchell and if the Stampeders were going to trade him. And so I'm texting him back and forth, and I said, the word is he's not going to be traded. And it doesn't sound like he wants to be traded. If I'm like, I haven't heard from his camp for a couple of weeks since this benching started. Uh, the way he was handling it, although professionally at the time on the outside, simmering on the inside, who could blame him? Right, Moose? Who could blame him? But he handled it very professionally. And I don't think Bo wants to be moved. I don't think the Stampeders want to move him. And this coach was saying to me, well, how do they fit him under the cap? I said, nothing changes. The number two guy becomes number one. They make the same amount of money, right? Now, where it gets interesting is the end of the year. Uh, And the rumor is the Hamilton Tiger Cats are looking for a quarterback. For sure for next year, maybe even for the beginning, or for sure for next year, maybe for the rest of this year. The trade deadline's coming up on October the 5th. Kai Cats haven't uh, clinched yet. Do you foresee anything happening before the trade deadline? I don't now. I just, I have, I mean, it feels like we're the only ones talking about it. And when there's not a lot of, when, yeah, when there's no chatter, no, you know, smoke, there's probably no fire. So while I think it would be a good football decision for both sides, yes. But do I think it'll happen now? I wouldn't put, I wouldn't bet on it. But it would be it would be smart. I mean, Dane Evans had the one, what is it, five touchdown game against Winnipeg and shows that the ability is clearly there. But he just hasn't been able to capture that on a week to week basis. It's one week here and then four weeks off and then a little bit here. And it's unreliable going into the playoffs. So I think that's that should be a concern for Hamilton. Jeff, the Stam's feeder, uh, Stam Peters fan, writes in. He says, I remember I remember Rod called me an idiot when I said Bo would remain a stamp through the 2022 season. That's because you are an idiot. It has nothing to do with the Bo Levi trade. We have to separate the two. I think the term for that is compartmentalizing things. It has nothing to do with the Bo trade. It's because I think you're an idiot. David in Winnipeg. We're going to swing this. We're going to swing this around to hockey. And... All, all levels here. David Asplund in Winnipeg writes, and he says, I hope you're doing good in Florida, Rod. Heard things are potentially getting ugly there with weather. Uh, we're on it. We're on it. I should mention, since we're on it, the topic, Darren, if the power goes out, and I'm not talking about during the show, there's a very good chance the power will be out for two to three days. If you don't hear from me this week, be prepared to host the show, okay? Consider yourself warned. Okay, thank you. I'm ready. A um, couple things. Uh, eh. Okay. Kevin, the medium, we'll get to that. But as I said, I believe we just said we were switching to hockey. Ryland Spencer in Seattle uh, is watching. Thunderbirds fan. I think a season ticket holder. Seahawks, too. He says, Bedard to Seattle. Yeah, there was a time I would have actually thought that that's happened. I mean, like, but our to Seattle, 
You say nobody's talking about the Bo Levi potential trade. Is that honestly because you don't think it'll happen? Nobody's talking about Connor Bedard being traded either. And, well, Lou was on here last week. Peter Labardius, Calgary Flames color guy. And I said, I'm the only guy talking about them trading Bedard. And Lou's like, yes, you are. It's not like Lou's not following it. It's not like all of hockey is not following it. You're there in the sweatpants capital. Is everybody so afraid of the Pats and their owner that they won't talk about it? Because if that's the case, then things have changed. I'm not going to get into why I don't want to do that job anymore as a play-by-play guy and a team reporter. It's like the Dolphins. You know, Rex Ryan come out and say, the Dolphins are lying. Well, I don't want to be the team rep anymore lying. It doesn't feel good. You know, so the, I think it's a difference between Canada and America. You give your opinion in Canada or report the truth, and it's like, off with his head. That guy's a prick. Nobody's going on his show. I don't know what you want. Connor Bedard needs to be traded. Why is he not being traded, and why is nobody talking about it? Fans are selfish, and I think why it's not being talked about here is because fans don't want him to be traded, and what they want is they want the Pats to trade for the rest of the league's superstars to make the team better, to go after a Memorial Cup. It's like, we've got Connor to Bedard. We want to trade and make our team better. That's the sense I'm getting. And I think that's the same with a lot of teams. They don't want to be the team trading away a star. Why are we talking about the fans at all? This has nothing to do with the fans. The owner doesn't want to trade him. And that's wrong. Half pick they own. For the next three years. Um, Colin in Ottawa says, does Bedard have to go because the team is so bad, Rod? I honestly don't know as I don't follow the WHL. It's not about the WHL. It's about junior hockey. If they keep Connor Bedard and miss the playoffs, what's the point? But if you trade him to Kamloops, who's hosted the Memorial Cup, or Seattle, who's probably going to be there, you can get... You can set your team up literally for the next two to three years, but uh, Paddock's done it before. That's the point. If you keep them, you're going to suck for the next five, six years. And you know what? Pats fans are smart. They know that. John Paddock knows that. That's why he needs... Why can't people see this? They don't have... He's not Connor McDavid, where you're going to keep for his whole career and going to suck and go up. And no, no, no. This is his eighth year. They finally got to a conference. But Art's... This is his last year. So why keep him if you're going to suck and miss the play? Why can't people see this? Anyways, I think we're done for the day, Moose, uh, with you and I. Thanks for the time. It's been fun. Okay, It's been a a pleasure. Yes, as always. Stefan Kalinchuk joins us next from Pro Leisure Golf Tour. And Kyle McIntyre, the SJ, coming up after that. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and your home of Southern Sports and Sports Talk, where they love, they can't get enough Connor Bedard talk in Atlanta, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. RP Show continues from 
Not only the fishing capital, not only the fitness capital, but also the golf capital, and that is the state of Florida. Episode number 850 of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show continues, and I'm excited to chat with our next guy. Stefan Kalinchuk joins us from Pro Leisure Golf Tour, and uh, I've seen the commercials for this. It looks, I was talking about this being the golf capital. I can't imagine where a Hawaii rates on that tour, but that's where they're going. Stefan, welcome to the RP Show. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, and just so that you know, State is obviously the Mai Tai capital, so that's important as well to mix that in as well. The Mai Tai capital. I'll take your word for that. So, look, <laughs> you're, part, you're, you're partnered up with my very good friend Sheldon Lasham on this Pro Leisure Golf Tour. What would you like our viewers to know about it today? Yeah, well, I'll give you a bit of the background of it, too, because ultimately uh, my background has been in professional sports for 13 and a half years prior to uh, venturing out on my own uh, with a marketing consultancy. And it just kind of came uh, as this, you know opportunity to combine some of my loves, which is uh, sports, travel, obviously always a good time to be in Hawaii at any time of the year, but especially in the winter when we're escaping the cooler weather in most of the country. So um, at the end of the day, it was an opportunity to go down to Koalina and to create something that will be a unique experience for people to feel like they're a pro, but you don't have to be a pro golfer. It's, uh, you know, the joke is that you have to be a pro at good times. It's all about a three-day golf tournament, uh, a one-week yeah, um, stay at the Four Seasons in Koalina, which is obviously the top-end luxury resort uh, on the island. And as well, we've catered it so that there's a number of great VIP experiences, such as a sunset cruise, um, you know, dinners and some uh, breakfasts and brunches, as we also have a VIP luau experience right next door at the Paradise Cove Luau, which is the best luau in all of Oahu. So it's a really unique thing. And And when we created this, uh, we were supposed to launch, um, it was April of 2020. We all know what happened in, in March 2020 when it looked like Rudy Gobert was touching the microphones and the world shut down. Uh, and so this has been in the works for a number of years. And so we're so excited to finally launch it, kick it off. And uh, and yeah, so if anyone is, is kind of looking for something to do now that they're winding down their golf season in, in the summers and getting those last couple games in before uh, the weather turns, just keep those clubs out and come join us in Koalina, Hawaii, because we're going to have a heck of a time. Okay, well, that is a wonderful background on it. And by the way, I'll tell our viewers that when we're done the interview with Stefan, we have a commercial for it, which I believe, if this is the ad that I've seen, features Arash Madani. So you got my guy Arash involved uh, yeah. pumping this up. So <clears throat> to say, so this is the, f- the first one. It's been in the works since prior to COVID, but you got that all the way. So this is the first one you're doing? That's right, yeah. And so we, we're really excited to kick it off because, like I said, I mean, we were ready to go in 2020 in the launch. Um, and then with the Colina Golf Club and the Four Seasons Resort and our partners down there, um, we've kind of had to stall and stall, but we've been really cooking up the, the program and getting it really tailored in so that this first one is going to go off really well. And we've had some tremendous um, excitement around it. And so right out of the gate, we've had a lot of people just sign up for more info and all that. There's still spots available, obviously. So thank you for, for plugging that. But um, but we are filling up and we're seeing some great interest. And I think now that people are back, in, the kids are back in school, people are getting back into work. They're looking for that winter holiday. And this is the perfect opportunity. Yeah, so I think I th- you're explaining it very well. I think the commercial, because hmm, I've seen it, will really get people hooked. But just to recap, you're saying you, you get treated like a pro. 
You get treated like a PGA or live golf star, but you don't have to be a pro. Is that kind of what I'm getting out of this? Definitely. I mean, ultimately, it's it's a VIP travel experience surrounding uh, the the sport of golf. So there's a three day mm-hmm. golf tournament at the Koalina Golf Club, and that's where the Lotte Championship was played numerous times. Uh, the LPGA Championship. That's where our friend Brooke Henderson uh, won back to back tournaments um, a couple of years back, just before COVID. And it, so it, it's a championship course, and it's right across from uh, where the Four Seasons is. The Luau's right next door, and so it's an opportunity to yes, get treated like a, a pro, where we're gonna obviously make sure that you have a VIP experience on not only the golf part of it, but also just the experience. And it goes from December 10th to 16th that week. And so ultimately, you know, if you're not at the links, there's tremendous amenities right around the Colina area. Uh, the four seasons itself is, you know, is, let's be honest, it's the four seasons. So, and one of the things that I want to get across too, is that when we put these packages together with our partners down there, um, one of the things that, that I want to implore to people is that, to get this opportunity, if you just went and booked on your own to the Four Seasons or, or on online, um, you would pay much more because we were able to work with our partners to get a tremendous deal with the Four Seasons and with the golf green fees and get prime times um, and, and with all the activities. So we're really excited to make this offering for people. The Pro Leisure Golf Tour to Hawaii in December. Um, how many spots you got available? So we are selling out at 50 and we are more than halfway there. And October 1st, we have a deadline of, yeah. So we have a deadline of of people that have put in a a deposit to decide whether they're in or not. So we're going to find out where the rubber hits the road this week of whether we are going to fill up. Um, But what I can do for you, Rod, because obviously I really appreciate you uh, having me on to to get us over the the hump and then to the final, uh, the final 18, shall we say. Um, but what I want to do is, is put a promo code of RP show for you guys. And the next mm. three people that come up and put in RP show as the promo code, I'll upgrade their room up to an oceanfront room at the four seasons. So the top room that you could possibly get. A dream, a dream. Okay. Promo code RP show. So where do they go to do it, Stefan? So they go to proleisuregolftour.com, proleisuregolftour.com, all one word. Um, and then right on there, it'll walk you through the steps of how to uh, see the different packages. And that's one thing, I, if you don't mind, I'll do touch on, because when we were talking about starting this, um, we had some tremendous feedback about three different packages, because there's the guy who, or the gal that wants to just go and play golf, and they're very serious about it, and they just want to have their own experience uh in their own room but then there's also the the groups of guys or gals that do their golf trips every year too that want to bunk up uh and and have some uh you know just that that trip of of luxury that's kind of planned and curated for them and then there's of course and i'm sure uh, you know a lot of us that have families where you know it's great to go but we might have to bring you know our significant other who may not play golf but loves being by the pool the spa doing all the lovely things and, and they will partake in the uh, all the other activities except for the golf so they'll be there for the dinners and the luau and all that opportunity too so there's three different packages that you can get more information on the site and whatever your need is that's uh we we got a package for you so it's uh, it's really exciting because we're seeing a lot of interest in all three packages proleisuregolftour.com that's right that's the one and uh yeah looking forward to getting out there in only two more months and then we'll be out in hawaii swinging the clubs All right, folks, and use the uh, promo code RPSHOW. Stefan, pleased to meet you virtually. I think I'll see you when I'm in your neck of the woods here shortly, and I appreciate this. Good luck with everything. Thank you so much, Rod. Thanks for having me on. Have a good one.
You too. The commercial, by the way, coming up to uh, start off our next commercial break here. But a sports update before we do. It didn't take much to get up for a visit from the New York Yankees. Aaron Judge and the Bronx Bombers visit Toronto for a three-game series. It starts tonight. Judge is one home run shy of Roger Maris's American League single-season record of the Yankees can clinch the pennant with a win in Toronto this week. The Edmonton Oilers, who defeated the Winnipeg Jets 4-0 Sunday in NHL preseason play, will visit the Seattle Kraken Monday night in NHL exhibition action. They return home Wednesday for a preseason tilt with the New Look Flames, who swept the Vancouver Canucks in a pair of split squad games on Sunday. Uh, A lot of sports news coming down today. A source has told the Associated Press that there will be a joint review by the NFL and its Players Association of what went into the decision to allow Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungaviola to return to the game Sunday here in Miami despite what was called a head injury. The Dolphins quarterback briefly left the game after hitting the back of his head on the turf, came back in, and the Dolphins won it. I'm actually on Miami's side in this. And news Monday morning, seven-time NASCAR champion Jimmy Johnson's retiring from full-time racing and will turn his focus towards spending time with his family. The 47-year-old Johnson says his future race schedule will include no more than 10 bucket list events. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room, your official home of Slow Pitch, open Wednesday to Sunday for the Tab Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Their president, Kyle McIntyre, joins us next. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Landmark Cinema's Extra members get your movie tickets for just half the points from September 16th to 29th. It's an offer you can't refuse. Any movie, anytime. Redeem just half the points every time. Any way you add it up. Or is that divided? It's movie time. Not a Landmark Extras member? Join for free now at LandmarkCinemas.com and movie more for less. Landmark Cinemas, where movie lovers get their extras. All right, we are into the final segment. We call it Overtime, proudly presented by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the National Football League. Lots going on today. Lots of comments have come in from viewers, and we'll get to those in a moment. But we're pleased to welcome the, uh, is he new anymore? The president of the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League, Kyle McIntyre, from the annual showcase going on in Warman. Let's bring him in. Uh, president McIntyre, can I call you the new president? I guess it is your first season. Do you, do you feel new on the job still? It's been a few months. Well, it's been almost seven months, Rod, and it's uh, gone by really quickly, and we're really excited about what we got going on in the SJHL this season. Seven months. Holy smokes. Yeah, well, you should be. And you know what our viewers said? Hey, although we've added new elements and moved the show and so forth, you better keep talking junior hockey. And I said, don't worry, <laughs> we're not going to stop that. We are not going to stop that because that's number one for me in my heart. So tell me how, I mean, you're a couple weeks into the regular season. Tell our viewers that don't know what the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League Showcase is there in Warman Sask. 
Okay, so the whole point of it is to bring all 12 SJHL teams to a centralized location close to a major city so that we can get lots of eyes on our prospects and our teams from uh, NHL teams, from Central Scouting, from NCAA schools, from U-Sport schools, and from ACAC. So it's a one-stop shop uh, place for our NHL scouts and our college scouts to come and see the, the best that the SJHL has to offer. Yes, uh, I've been to many of them, and as the scouts have told me, it's one shop. One-stop shopping. They love it. Uh, and obviously the college scouts feel the same way in the major junior too. So you're in day two. How's the action been? Ooh, I'll tell you what. What competitive balance. Like right now we have uh, Humboldt on the ice against LaRange, and LaRange has got a real competitive team. Of course, uh, Killer Kaminsky, the coach, is on a little bit of an extended vacation. But uh, Kyle Schneider has done an excellent job, and it's a very competitive game. And last time I checked, it was 2-1 Humboldt. How is, uh, how's it gone over in, in Worman? Have you been to the event before? I mean, I know that you're SJHL alum, but have you, know, have you been to that particular event in that arena before? No, I haven't. You know, it's my first time through. So last night I was pretty impressed. We had two games yesterday, 4.30, 7.30. We had about uh, 800 fans. Uh, today we have about 1,000 school kids in the building. Uh, the energy is absolutely electric. Last night it was good. We had a, a number of teams from Saskatoon Minor Hockey uh, U15. Uh, eight of them are wearing SJHL uh, monikers and colors. And so we've had uh, those teams come and meet the older clubs and, and cheer the teams on. And so the building has been electric. Uh, the play is uh, extremely fast-paced, very competitive. Uh, we had some excellent games. Last night, we had a, a goalie from Yorkton. He had a 41-save uh, shutout and a goal that was credited to him, like a uh, game star of the night. So you know what? Uh, it, it's good. Uh, the level of play is much better than, than I can remember, much better than when I played Rod. But uh, certainly, it's, it's been a good event for our fans and for the scouts and, most importantly, for our players. You know, it's funny you say that um, level of play. You'll have to come on a South Florida vacation and come to Florida Atlantic University. I watched them play Emory-Riddle Aeronautical University on the weekend. I just would like to get your take on that quality of play. I put it somewhere between Prairie Junior League and the SJHL. But you're right. The kids are better than ever. Ryland's watching in Seattle. He says, I wish I could get out there. Love those showcase events. Ted in Red Deer says, great show. Let's go, Yankees. You mentioned the Saskatoon U15 team, a league, sorry, with the SJHL tie-in. When I saw that announcement, I thought it was fantastic. Can you explain that to our viewers, what's happening there for the first time ever, from what I understand in that league in Saskatoon? So we have a partnership with uh, Saskatoon Minor Hockey, and they approached the SJHL and wanted to rebrand eight of their citywide 15 UA teams, and they wanted to use SJHL colors and teams. And so we have eight clubs, and... uh, uh, they're really flattered. Like it was great seeing the the big kids and the younger kids interact last night. And, and our hope would be that, uh, you know what, playing 15 UA, your hockey career is not over. Hockey is not a, a straight pathway of development as you would know, Rod. Um, so we're hoping that, you know, some of our kids from our 15 UA uh, clubs in Saskatoon are going to aspire to stay in Saskatchewan and play in the SJHL. And on behalf of, the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League, I know you won't want to speak for the other Junior A leagues across Canada, even though you're in contact with them. What's the outlook for Junior A hockey uh, this season and beyond coming out of COVID? Well, I'll tell you what, we're having a full return to play. Mm -hmm. I've been in a number of rinks here this fall already. The rinks are full. People are energetic. Uh, The product on the ice is excellent. People are happy to be back in the rink, and they're happy to have the players in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League doing outreach in the communities and in schools, and and it's been fantastic. You know what? Like, I think we're going to have one of our best seasons ever. 
Good. Well, sounds like you're off to a great start. Where can people watch the games, Kyle? Well, uh, we're watching on SaskTel Max. I think it's uh, Channel 48 and 348. And then anyone that's a subscriber to Hockey TV, the SJHL, all the games are televised for the showcase there as well. And uh, we got Rusty from Bamboo Shoots, and we got IKS Media up here. Uh, and you know what? I'll tell you what. Uh, they were doing a great job promoting our kids and promoting our league. All right, Kyle. I appreciate uh, the time. Good luck with it. We'll be seeing you soon. I appreciate you coming on. Have fun. Thank you for having me on, and I hope to see you on that golf trip that Paul Druin is going to sponsor us to go on. <laughs> How about that, right? Stay tuned. Stay tuned, Kyle. Appreciate it. Kyle McIntyre, the president of the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League, joining us from the showcase. Thanks, guys. Uh, okay, before we roll, uh, Ryland says, good to hear the Junior A is coming back from COVID. Love that level. As do I. That was great news. Colin in Ottawa says, how does the league assign refs over such an expansive area? like Saskatchewan and Northern Manitoba. They drive. That's as simple as I can say. They drive. Just like the teams. I know those guys very well. Um, some interesting CFL news. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you to go to 3downnation.com. The power rankings are out for this week 17. I didn't know Ken Dorsey, the Bills co- uh, coordinator that went nuts yesterday, played in the CFL. I didn't know that. Lots of great stuff at 3down. We'll see you tomorrow. More fun, great sports discussion. I didn't see all of the guests, but I know it includes Bernie Nichols, the Kings and Rangers. Great. So thanks to our guests today. Most of all, thanks to you for tuning in. We'll see you at noon Eastern on Game Plus and WQEE. Who has more fun than us? (laughs) 